0: Even um, when we don't like him and don't trust him, we're still getting God <laughs> by reality yeah, Steve.
1: I literally, I know, I'm like, I've never trusted anyone less, but his word <laughs> is a Bible. I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. You've mentioned it to me multiple times. Kind of a, you know, a bachelor nation groupie. No, 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 hold on with me, Derek. One thing that I said that's
0: false, Derek. Don't insult my intelligence. Hi, Emily. Hi, Kayla. And most importantly, hi, Leah. Hi, Leah. Welcome, hey guys. welcome back. So, no, I don't. Guys, think, oh, she's been here, but they don't know she's been here. Yeah, right? they don't know she's okay. been here before. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Leah has <laughs>
1: been here before. Last week, Leah and I recorded an episode. Um, because Kayla was on vacation enjoying her, her PTO, uh, the podcast did not, (laughs) did not pay her to take time off. Um, but we recorded an episode, thought it was great, felt really good about it. And the next day, the news about one Nate Mitchell dropped, um, just being a cheater, being not a great person. And so when I got our edit back from Adam and I listened to it, basically the whole podcast episode, Leah and I were... Dick riding hard for Nate. And, and The conversation would be like, like not about Nate at all. No. We'd be
2: like, you know who I love Nate. Yeah. And we would so be much. like,
1: and that's something like, we'd be talking about someone completely different. And they'd be like, that's something I really love about Nate. So it was just actually unbearable. And so there were a few options I could have recorded. Um, I could have, we could have just released it and been like, fuck you reality, Steve, your timing sucks. Um, we could have recorded an audio um, disclaimer. Um, the route we went is we just didn't, I just didn't post it. And, <laughs> and so, so it, the episode exists, it's fully been edited. So sorry to Adam. We all still pay you for it. Um, <laughs> you know, it just did, never saw the light of day. So we invited Leah to come back today to unpack the Nate news as well as this past week's episode with us. Um, because it's what she's owed since... <laughs> Her last appearance was archived, and we'll never and see the light
0: of day. For perspective, if you are one of few people that listens to this and doesn't know us, um, Leah is Emily's sister. Mm-hmm. That is a that is an important contextual piece mm-hmm. of of information yeah. there. Yeah. Um, if you could see them, you'd know that. But this is an, an audio medium. Audio medium. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I. I was on vacation, um, and I do this fun thing when I'm on vacation where I act like I don't receive text messages, but, like, yeah. if I choose to send one, like, God forbid anyone not answer.
1: Yeah. Um, Everyone
0: does that. I do that, too. I'm like, yeah. So Emily's, like, texting me, being like, yeah, Lee and I recorded. It's really funny. Adam's editing it. I'm going to post it. I'm like, okay. And then I ignore her messages for two days, and then finally she's like, did you see this Reality Steve article? And first of all, anyone who knows me knows that Reality Steve is my least favorite person oh. on this planet. A thousand percent same. He's the worst. So I'm like, no, I didn't see this reality Steve article. I'd rather die than follow reality. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what's the guy on um, TikTok that we hate? Reality. Oh, Zachary Reality. Zachary Reality. Yeah. I'd rather follow Zachary Reality yeah. than Reality Steve. Yeah. I would. Steve. I would rather <laughs> exclusively
1: intake Zachary Reality's content than follow Reality Steve. Like I don't follow right. Reality Steve, but you know this article made made the rounds.
0: And yeah, um, so I I ignored the article for like a day. I think I replied like, damn, that's crazy. And like I yeah. actually
1: read it, <laughs>
0: spreading mis- this just spreading misinformation. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> I, I just like it. needed time to digest. No, Plus, you were also, on vacation. Like, I was in Colorado. Like I was not sober, you know? Mm. So I was like, Mm. I can't take bachelor content right now, but yeah. So, so for those who maybe don't know, Emily or Leah, fill us in on what the Nate situation is, the higher level overview of what the Nate situation is. The Nate, the, the thing about the Nate situation, it's
1: certainly not the worst thing that's come to light about a contestant. No. Um, but it's, I think one of the only times that something has come to light where like, we were such big fucking fans. of Like normally when something comes to light, like with Rachel on Matt James season, that sucked, but we were never like riding that hard for Rachel. So when the news came out, we were like, okay, you know, that's, Damn, that's crazy. Her. And like, I hope she has accountability and like whatever, but like we hadn't been rooting for her really. So it didn't really affect us. Um, I mean, other than the like social implications of it, of course. Other than the racism. This, yeah, The racism, of course, big deal. Yeah. But like, but like, in terms of like our stance on Rachel, we were like, oh, we didn't love her. And now we love her less. Like (laughs) like with Nate, he's like, obviously been a fan favorite this whole season. Basically the reality Steve article was based on a girl's TikTok, I guess from early in the season, which I never saw. Um, my FYP didn't mean no favors. And, um, It's basically this girl being like, I was in a relationship with Nate for like two years or something or a year. He never told her about his daughter and he was two timing her the whole time they were dating. And there are like many pictures to prove that he was dating this girl as well as the other girl that he was dating at the same time. And the other woman also came forward and was like, yeah, we were dating also. So basically, yeah, he didn't tell them he had kids and he dated both of them. And when you see the screenshots of the texts and things, they're just very like manipulative, like very like, no, I would never do that. And it's like, King, you were caught. Like it's fine. And then basically goes both of them and goes on the bachelorette (laughs) where we meet him. (laughs) Now And they found out he had a daughter from him being on the bachelorette like she did not know and she was not privy to this can you fucking imagine literally no
0: i would die. finding out like a guy you dated like he goes on For the like, bachelorette like that sucks enough you're like wow now i have to look at this guy on tv and then you're like wait <laughs> yeah like you have a chi- you have full child and
1: not just someone you like oh went on a few dates with like a person you were in a relationship with how do you even hide that anyway and crazy, what got crazy. me
2: was, like, that he went on The Bachelorette, like, a month after the official, yeah. like, breakup with the two girls. So, it was, like, not only did he do these terrible things, but it's also, like, oh, is he actually here for the right reasons? Like, totally. it wasn't even a situation of, like, we found out this guy it Just Wants popularity. Like, it wasn't like yeah. that until it was, like, oh, he came a month after. It was, like, oh, maybe yeah. it was then.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so then you know Emily and I. I don't think we've really talked about them in a while, but the Black the Black Girlettes, which is yeah. the best podcast name ever, but also kind of hard to say. Yeah, um, they are just constantly churning out like the best content. Always, and they were asked to comment on the Nate situation, and they brought up a really good point: just being that. Reality Steve is deeply problematic. A lot of the exposés he has done on former contestants have been extremely problematic and sometimes baseless. This is pretty damning because there's photographs, there's testimony from more than one woman. I'm not saying I don't believe it, but I am saying that I am looking forward to hearing Nate speak on this at yeah, like, the Men Tell me All too. because I do think like if this were coming from a different source, yeah. I might be more inclined to be like, yeah, 100%. But- I do think situations like this are nuanced. And I also think that, I don't know, like maybe I just like watch too much like, like crime shit, but I'm like, what if he doesn't really have a kid? And like Gabby's the one he lied to about having a kid. And like, they didn't know he had a kid because there isn't a kid like. um, Yeah. Oh my
1: God. That's so funny actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because like they would know more than Gabby. They spent like way more time with him. Way more time with him. Yeah. Has he ever even said his daughter's name? I don't think so. I so, know, I yeah. No, I, you're that's so true. I mean, it's like I
1: think there's this like part of us that's so inclined to believe things just cuz like drama. We love drama. Yeah. Um but like yeah, reality Steve is obviously unreliable and a snake and is constantly trying to bring people down from the franchise. So like yeah, take everything with a grain of salt, of course. But also it's like there is a lot of evidence. I don't know. I don't really there's know a lot against him. And there's also uh Two dudes with a row, two dudes in a rows Two, I don't remember the name of their podcast. They follow me on Twitter and I follow them on Twitter. Mutuals, um, these two guys, they have a bachelor podcast and like they called out, they thought Nate was toxic from like day like zero. Like they were like, we don't like his vibe men Um, calling out
0: other men for toxicity is amazing it's hilarious but also like oxymoronic you know two bros (laughs) two bros in a rose that's what's called okay sorry um two
1: bros in a rose they're they're funny on twitter um but anyway yeah they like called him out for being toxic like way when everybody was like seriously loving him and um and then they were like we fucking told you so i don't really know i mean honestly
0: Leah's like too young and also has like a boyfriend she's been with for a million years, but this, so I can't speak to her taste in men, but, um, this actually a hundred percent tracks for Emily and my taste in men. Oh yeah. (laughs) We're like, yeah, he's incredible. He's a king. We love him. (laughs) We
1: love, we'll get more into that. This whole episode this week was just men. We love failing us. Um, like literally it's so, it's like literally so embarrassing. Like we're like, wow, throw all my support behind this fucking guy. The only time, the only time we didn't do it was Greg Grippo. We were not Grippo Girls. We
0: were never Grippo Girls. Daunchly,
1: not Grippo Girls. And-
2: I have to say, I liked Greg until that episode.
1: Grippo Grippo Girl. Grippo Girl. Um, So- Just tattoo it, Grippo Girl. But that's, I mean, the only reason I bring that up is it's literally the only time that our Um, intuition Intuition was was right Right. like we've never been correct so anyway that's the Nate news if you didn't hear it um, if you make the good choice to block reality Steven never see his content then you wouldn't know and I respect you for that Um, so basically we don't really know but there's a lot of evidence it's been quite it, it seems quite incriminating he has not commented, Nate has not commented on it, but Mike Fleiss has commented on it. And it makes it seem like they were really, re- they were really pushing Nate for Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, like heavy, heavily, like I'm probably, there were, they were pretty
0: far along in that process. So, um, because we'll yeah, Mike see is Fleiss- changes anything. <laughs> Mike Fleiss doesn't comment no. typically for like just anything. Like I don't no. think Mike Fleiss commented about the Rachel Kirkconnell situation, no. like him getting involved, I have a feeling, means that they had probably already shot, like, promos and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, something I also kind of want to talk about, Leah, I'd love your input, too, because you're, like, so young and youthful and, um like, no, the, you're so, like, Gen Z and, like, we're just, like, yeah. old and rotten. We're old, yeah. <laughs> um Decrepit. yeah. This, to me, and I feel like a lot of people feel similarly, like, and it's nothing to do with Rachel and Gabby, like, they're doing a great job, but, like... The season was very clearly, like, poorly executed, not really thought out how they were going to do it, what the parameters were going to be, all the stuff. Plus, like, this day and age, there's really no way that, that people can get this far in the casting process without being better vetted. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how with social media and all of the different avenues we have now to investigate people, like, literally give Leah Krebin an iPhone and have her research the contestants yeah. before they go on. Like... We'll get more information. Yeah. And I just feel like the franchise in general has felt outdated for a long time, but I feel like it's becoming more and more evident how outdated it is. And I really think if they move forward with Nate being The Bachelor, which it seems like that was their original plan based on what we're seeing, I really think that will probably be the last season of The Bachelor. Like, I agree. I'm not trying to be morbid, I totally but like, agree. I think it will be. No, I totally agree. I think that they're going to lose... I mean this okay there's
1: a lot of unfortunate I think layers to this situation like we were big proponents of Greg Grippo should not be the fucking bachelor obviously we were like no that's stupid like we will not watch if Greg is the bachelor but we were like in the minority with that stance and I think a lot of that has to do with him being a white man Mm -hmm. Um, and Nate being a black man. And I think that there's a lot, as we fucking know, there's so much racism in this fucking franchise. And I think the Nate news, unfortunately, I think people are having, I don't want to say like, I mean, no, like there's a lot of fucking deeply rooted racism. And I think people are having an easier time believing these rumors about him because he's not the like, the like typical you know bachelor um pick he's not he's not uh Clayton like he's he's a black man and I think that there's there um and I think that there's there's truth to him not he like he shouldn't be the bachelor but there's also a lot it's very easy to persuade this audience of people to not like or root for people of color in general um we've seen it with every black lead we've had Ever that the ratings go down, and it's not—it's deeper than just this. Oh, the reality, Steve situation. It's like I don't think that this is going to be. Yeah, I, I think that they're in trouble if they do choose him as the bachelor, and I think that for many reasons, and I think that there's a lot of fair reasons why he shouldn't be the bachelor, and I think there's a lot of unfair reasons
0: why he yeah. shouldn't be the bachelor. Like Leah, what say you? It's as very a layered. What say um, you, our Gen Z-er? Yeah, Gen Z correspondent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I've just been sitting here and I'm just waiting for like one of Hannah Brown's guys to be the Bachelor. like I, was, I kind <laughs> of was all. like, yeah, I, I kind of like had my cut off there and every season since then, I'm like, eh, it's okay. like yeah. So um, I don't even know. I, I I kind of feel like they're so, they're deep in it, like the franchise is going downhill already. And I said this to Emily in the deleted podcast this is the season that I feel like ratings could have picked up, but people had already dropped off so much. So yeah. it was like a little bit too late, if that makes sense. So yeah. I, I don't, honestly, people are like two bachelors and I'm like, M- that could work.
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it's They're also like, just trying everything at this point, but it, it's like, I don't know.
0: Anyway, go ahead, Kayla. I was listening to another podcast recently that I love and it's a pop culture podcast and they were talking about, um, Kind of like the rise and fall of The Bachelor in the midst of like all these other dating shows, because it's like back in like, I know you guys, I don't think actually watched live at the time, but like Ben Higgins season, Nick Vile season, like those girls were everywhere. Like if you were a contestant on The Bachelor in like 2016 through 2018, you were like guaranteed a million followers on Instagram, like not even a million as an abstract number. Like most of those girls hit a million followers and like were everywhere. Like you couldn't go anywhere without knowing who Jojo Fletcher was. Like the franchise was just so in your face. Everybody watched it. Like it was like a cultural thing. Like everybody knew who the bachelor was. Everybody watched Becca Kufrin get dumped. Like it it, it was like, so through the roof. And I feel like the beginning of the end for, I think a lot of people was just the COVID oversaturation of the seasons it's like not even necessarily that the seasons were always were any worse than they always had been. Like there's always a fair amount of stupidity. Like it's a reality TV dating show, but I think it was just so oversaturated that it was like, okay, it's one thing when I watch it for 16 weeks of the year total. And it's another when I'm watching it for like 48 weeks of the year. Like (laughs) totally. There's only so much mindlessness.
1: It was was like, you know, it was like, definitely the oversaturation. I mean, it was also like, there have been bad leads before. Like, like the bad leads are not new, you know? yeah. Um, There have been many bad leads, but like so many bad leads in succession, Mm -hmm. like Claire Crawley started it off. Well,
0: Pilot Uh, Pete, we've said this, Pilot Pete
1: started it off, really.
0: Pilot Pete started Um, the pandemic, mark my words. He started the pandemic literally
1: (laughs) single, oh my god, he's got TikTok ads now, he comes up on my, he
0: fucking is doing ads for something, Uh, and I'm like, this is Can I just say one thing about Pilot Pete? Always, yeah. One thing about Pilot Pete. (laughs) Always. And I, I would like anyone to sound off if they feel similarly, like. This is people like, to, like DM us. Like I need to know if this thought has like ever crossed anyone else's mind or if I'm just so deranged that like, I'm the only person that thinks of this. So I have flight anxiety. I get very anxious when I fly, like if the plane hits and I fly a lot, so it's a terrible problem to have. But if I hit like even the slightest bump on a plane ride, I'm like, this plane's going down.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and they're like announcing things about water landings. And I'm like, I'm over at cornfields in Kansas. Like I'm burning. Like that's yeah, all I can fuck. think about. Yeah. Whenever I get flight anxiety, I think to myself, Pilot Pete does this every day and successfully lands the plane. And he is so stupid that it, like, actually brings me comfort. I'm like, if Pilot Pete can land a commercial airline, like, we're going to be fine. Like, whatever pilot I have right now is more competent than Pilot Pete, and Pilot Pete lands planes. Literally. Yeah, no, he's a fucking idiot. So I think that that, take take that
1: advice <laughs> dear listeners if you have flight um, anxiety like really like these sit in deep the seat deeply
0: and internalize that the pilot you have is more competent than pilot pete and pilot pete successfully lands planes yeah every day totally it's every his day. career
1: um yeah totally <laughs> no so anyway yeah we've been going down in a rapid succession of terrible leads terrible timing terrible obviously pandemic like bad like and some of it <laughs> is oh the fault of their own and some of it is you know choices they've made and like it's just been rough it's been rough to watch and i do i do agree i think if they chose Nate they're in serious trouble and again i think some of it is fair that people would not watch like i probably would have to think seriously about if i would want to watch that and i think i would need more information even for bachelor yeah but like seriously um but like, I think there's so I think there's a lot of fair reasons people wouldn't want to watch. I think there's a lot of unfair reasons why people wouldn't watch. I mean, listen, like I don't, I don't think everybody's right about everything. These situations are all nuanced. But do I um, think you watch Love Island? No.
0: Yes, I love Love Island. I Love Island. Fan. See, this brings this Leah, my Gen Z correspondent. This yeah, this proves my point. I think people younger than our generation, ours, meeting Emily and mine, like yeah. I just think The Bachelor has become like an like a like a millennial yeah. and older kind older of concept millennial. versus like I feel like people younger than us are watching Love Island. They're yeah. watching mm-hmm. Love is Blind. They're watching like different forms of and, and also not for nothing. I don't watch Love is Blind, but from what I understand, or not Love is Blind, Love Island, but from what I understand of the premise, isn't it filmed like basically in real time?
2: Yeah, like, episodes air, like, a day after they're filmed or two days after they're filmed.
0: Yeah. Right, and I think that's part of what makes... Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's, like, one really intense time of the year that Love Island is on, and it's on, like, every day. But it's, like, basically shot in real time, and I think shows like that are what is making The Bachelor feel so outdated, because it's, like things like reality Steve are only able to exist because they shoot the shit like three months in advance like if Love Island can put out an episode a day that filmed two days ago why do we need to watch a bachelor season three months after it was shot yeah Mm -hmm. and like Like,
1: yeah that's why all this shit gets spoiled that's why all these this shit comes out about contestants and it's like too late for the lead to know or for anyone else to know like like one of the hardest things about when Dirt comes out about a contestant is, like, then you're watching the next episode and you're like, she has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: This, like with this Rachel, happened. we had to go through the whole season watching her and none of us thought she was going to make it to the end. Like, yeah, how, like and we all, right. and then when she made it and we were like,
1: how? and, yeah, to, like, and then were. they exploited it all on, after they exploited Matt James on After the Final Rose with it. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, it's so, it's so, um it is really frustrating. And I do think it's an outdated model. And I think, I mean, I personally, I think I would really like Love Island. I don't want to watch a show that comes out every night that stresses me out. And it's two months long. It's like so much. (laughs) I I like dedicating, you know, my one night a week to a show Mm -hmm. and then like doing whatever the fuck I want for the rest of the week. Um, and then promptly forgetting the information I, I took in, but but I will say I think that that's a model that more people are liking, and I think Love Island, especially the model of film it, air it, like mm-hmm. done, done, right there. It's
2: very interesting too because Love Island is basically just like updated Bachelor in Paradise. Like, yeah, it's yeah. the same concept except with Bachelor in Paradise you know the people, so you would think it would honestly would be more like entertaining. But I feel like even if they did, like, they filmed a week and then aired it in a night, and then they filmed the next week, like, and it wasn't a two-month thing, like, or maybe it is in that case. But, like, it doesn't have to be as long, and it doesn't have to be as often, but I think, like, that even would be so successful, because it's basically the same thing, but for some reason. It's it's, it's just just affiliated with The
1: Bachelor and... Yeah. I think it's it's like the way I mean this show started so long ago, and I think it's like yeah, it was obviously realistic whenever twenty fucking years ago, twenty something years ago, to have to edit for like three months before you can put out the season. But now it's twenty twenty two. Like <laughs> technology is updated. Social media is in a completely different place. Like there are accounts like Reality Steve. There are accounts like on TikTok that are you know spoiler spoilers and gossip and whatever like it's not realistic to think that you can film something and air it three months later and have none of it get spoiled or ruined by gossip or or real news but still like just
0: shit that throws off the whole vibe (laughs) I also think it's going to be like a classic, like The Bachelor is kind of giving Victoria's Secret and like, hear me out with this. Um, Like Victoria's Secret was like the most successful brand in the world for many, many years, even though it was deeply problematic. Mm -hmm. And then when people realized it was deeply problematic, they were like calling for them to change and like please like be size inclusive, please like stop photoshopping your models. And Victoria's Secret like drew a hard line in the sand and they were like, no, we won't. Like, this is our brand. And then they failed massively. They closed a million stores and now they're trying to like move forward and be very like airy and like body positive. Like they just did a line with Remy Bader, which is like awesome for Remy Bader, don't get me wrong, but it's a dying brand. And it's because like they didn't take the opportunity to progress when it was, like yeah the cool thing to do you know and then it kind of became this like brand like uh, like genuinely can you even remember the last time you bought something at Victoria's Secret, you know? Yeah. Like right. And so it's and like, I, I feel and like and the I bachelor's don't gravitate be that. towards
1: them because even if they're changing now, all
0: I equate them to is
1: like their fat phobia, their transphobia, like all of the right. like shit that they doubled down on when asked to change. And now it's like you're too fucking late. And it bachelor's the exact same thing. That's very a really good comparison. Like it's like it's genius um it's like just people have been asking for the show to change for years even before pilot pete the disaster that was pilot pete yeah um and like they just didn't listen they didn't listen by the time they were like oh fuck we have to listen they chose matt james who had never been on the show before through no fault of his own he was not a fan favorite and the ratings went down i don't think that it was because, it was because of Matt James. I think it's because they chose someone who hadn't been on the fucking show before. Obviously people didn't want to watch. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and then like they, they made the choices people had been asking them to make too late. And then I think now, you know, it's just too late. People are going to give up. So many people have given up people that I know who watch this show
0: for years don't watch Mm -hmm. it anymore. So. And, like, not to be like such downers, because I know so we're morbid, hosting a yeah. bachelor <laughs> podcast, but like, it, like, really, I think like what Leah's saying too is like, that's a realistic model that they could do is like, even if you're not going to bring it to 100% real time, like Love Island does, like, you could do it as what's airing this week is what happened last week, you know? Like, I don't see how we could be in 2022 with as much access to technology. As we have, and not be able to churn out an hour long episode. (laughs) Like, yeah, I just, it's like, it's not like we're at, like, Love Island is putting out an episode a fucking night. Mm -hmm, Like, literally, hire hire that team to come in. (laughs) Yeah, those editors
2: are popping their pussies overnight. (laughs) Like, they are doing whatever it takes. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Like, whoever it is, like, it's definitely some, like, 22 year old, like, People that are like yeah. sitting in a room, turning this out, yeah. but I'm like,
1: whatever but, they're doing is working. Like, people are getting degrees for this all the time. People would love yeah. to do it, like fucking hire. Like I don't know. I mean, I honest to god, if you showed me the editing room of The Bachelor and it was the same <laughs> fucking five white guys that they had 25 years ago, <laughs> I would believe you. I'd be like, yeah, yeah like, that, like that makes sense. And I they've added the editing. maybe one one Gen Z intern who does the funny <laughs> captions. And it's like, ah, oh, dated Trey's uncle. And that's like it. <laughs> like that's the only, the only likable or relatable person in that.
0: I room. picture the editing room at The Bachelor to look like the um A V room and Ned's declassified school survival guide. Yeah. Like when they <laughs> Totally. that's what i that's what totally. i picture in the editing room anyway
2: i guess we'll talk anyway, about the episode so yeah <laughs>
1: that's just franchise now ghosts. that we spent an hour on everything else yeah literally an hour being like so this podcast might not exist next season anyway <laughs> um we gave you a little flavor of that for the last two weeks when we just didn't post episodes <laughs> um just simply ignored ignored it um so yeah let's get into the to the episode um
0: We don't have to do like a full recap because nothing too crazy happened, but the craziest
1: part is the first thing that happens and it's Mm -hmm. Gabby Nate one-on-one and it is the, honestly, the saddest breakup I've seen on this show, Mm -hmm. as we're saying how the franchise is falling to shit. (laughs) Um, It was the most genuine breakup I've ever seen on the show. She basically, she uses a one-on-one, which is class act. She uses a one-on-one, gives it to Nate so basically going in knowing that she's going to end it um because she's not ready to be a mom and it was if he even has a kid if dun, he dun. even has a child <laughs> i'm putting on my tin we're putting on our tinfoil hats like so what's the truth <laughs> um, but yeah she she ends it she's not ready to be a mom and it's super fucking hard to watch but really really um you know both of them were just class acts and nate you know handled it well took it well and it was really sad to watch like it was just really It was really upsetting, to be honest.
2: I'm also Um, just really glad that she did it now. And she even said she was like, should I not have, like, carried it on this long? But I was like, no. Like, I feel like we've seen people in the past who wait till the end because they really like the guy. And yeah. yeah, maybe it's on their mind about the kid, but they're not focused on it and then like it gets to the final 2
1: and they're like, "Oh, shoot, I don't want yeah. to." Be a mom. They're like logistically no. And you're like, "Well, yeah. <laughs> I've known
0: this for like months." But right. that's okay. something that I really like about Gabby Too is I feel like The Bachelor in general and just dating shows in general, like they're putting you in an environment that is not your real life and I think that's why a lot of these couples don't work out because they work out within the bubble of the environment the show is filmed mm-hmm. in, but they don't actually think logistically about the end. And I like, like Leah just said, about like sometimes people get all the way till the end and then be like, oh, Brady right, is a kid. Like, and right. I like that Gabby is like thinking about those things now and isn't and it's, like
1: waiting. And it's been on out. her mind the whole time, you know, like something she talks about pretty consistently every episode she's talked about it. Like, she didn't just ignore <laughs> the the fact he has a child because she liked him, um, right. which is, you know, obviously the normal thing to do. But sometimes the people that go on the show have no brain cells. So I appreciate that she thought about it. It was very thorough and thoughtful. And it was a really, really sad breakup, to be honest, even in light of everything we know or don't know or have been yeah, really the information we've been fed <laughs> by yeah. reality Steve. It's, it's very sad to watch, but... Um, a necessary breakup and I'm you know I'm happy that she was able to do it and I feel terrible for her because she's devastated. And you could
2: you could tell she really tried to make it work. Like you could yeah, tell she, she was, was trying like, to like but she just sucks. It. Like
1: she's just yeah she's just got I mean it's so hard like obviously Gabby's relationship with her mom makes things really hard. So
0: I and also then, think like her handling of the situation because I think a lot of times when um parents go on this show, they're often young parents um and like, I think like Amanda Stanton, I think like Michael A from Katie mm-hmm. season. And they're king, speaking of people who should be the Bachelor. Literally, and, I'm like, <laughs> we want a dad for Bachelor. Michael A. Oh boy, have I got a pick for you. Um, <laughs> and what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, I just think that there's sometimes a stigma, or, or young parents who go on the show are almost afraid to reveal that they're parents because they don't want it to be like, oh, they're a mom, like, I don't want to date them or whatever. And I think the way that Gabby, um, approached it was very cool in the sense that she wasn't like, I can't date him because he has a kid. It was more so like, I'm not ready to wholeheartedly take on the responsibility of filling a mom role. Like she very much put it on herself rather Mm -hmm. than putting it on him, which I appreciated. Yeah.
1: And it was like, it was like. If she was gonna be a stepmom, you can tell she wanted to be a really good one. And she felt right. like she wasn't gonna be able to do that. And so she didn't want to put herself, she didn't want to put his child in that position. It wasn't like yeah, it wasn't him, it wasn't her. It was like really like if I'm not gonna be a good mom, I shouldn't be a mom. And like yeah. all that being said, Ooh, very he, said he said this too. He was like, I think you'd be a great mom. And I agree, I think Gabby would be a great mom, but she's not ready and it's a personal decision. And yeah. like, and it's a personal decision that impacts the person, your partner and their child. So I completely respect and love her. And then she does the most girl boss relatable thing, which is when you break up with your boyfriend and then you go to your other five boyfriends to comfort you. Um, <laughs> she's like, I'm sad. And they're all like, can we give you a hug? And I'm like, this is so weird. But I love them all because they're so cute. Like they no, were all that's so like sweet. So
0: relatable when, someone all when something her. doesn't work out with like the top guy on your roster. Yeah. So you, like, <laughs> you go to the other three and you're like oh
1: <laughs> bummer I'm having a hard day oh, I will say
2: too when they found out Nate got the date it, this could have been with Rachel that Rachel's guys I can't remember but um I felt like it wasn't like the average like oh he got a second one-on-one I'm so pissed and like does she like him more they were just like well and they weren't trying to like make up for it either I just felt like they were like well like, maybe it's just because she wants to figure something out or maybe yeah. it's just like but I felt like it wasn't like in a mean way it wasn't like yeah. rooted in a negative like way so I like appreciated yeah. that that the guys kind to like, talk about it and not like cu- try to cover for it that they weren't picked
1: totally and it's a very different dynamic than what Rachel's guys have actually like mm-hmm. the, the groups of guys it's very interesting to watch two different groups of guys um Cause Gabby's group seems to get along really well. They have a really good time. Yeah. Every time they have even a group Logan, date, like it's broke. Yeah, he, he fit there. right in. Like they were just having a silly goose time. And then you go to Rachel's guys and they're like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. And like they're <laughs> like they just like hate each other.
0: So um I also anyway. love how like Gabby's guys are the ones that should be pissed that Logan's there because he, like, took up a spot in their group. Literally. But then they show Rachel's guys. They're like, I'm not advancing with Rachel because Logan, like, took time and (laughs) broke up with her. And I'm like, no, actually, Logan opened up a rose for you fucks. So literally, (laughs)
1: like... (laughs) we're all trying to find the guy who did this. It's always their own fault. Like, they're like, fuck Logan. I'm like, he's literally doesn't affect you at all, brother. Um, So yeah, Gabby goes, she gets comfort from her other boyfriends. And then... Rachel's one on one goes to Zach. Zach gets his second one on one. I love Zach. I think he's kind of boring, but I like him.
0: Uh, I, I think my thing about Zach is that I would literally never in my life date someone like Zach, but I love Zach for Rachel. Me, that is like, exactly I, how I, I, I feel. that is exactly like, how
1: I feel. I think when I had James on like eight years ago on the podcast, <laughs> um, he talked about Bethany Frankel's Peacock. Theory, that one of the per- people in the relationship yes. is the peacock. And one of them is like the supporter of the peacock. Rachel's the peacock. Zach is just like, that's my baby. And I love that. Like, I think that yeah. it's a great dynamic. I think, um, I, I really like Zach. I think Zach is respectful of her and respectful of the guys and just like, seems like to be very classy yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and your I like relationship, that. Emily, who's the peacock.
1: Um, we are both peacocks.
0: And <laughs> I was just going to say you guys last are both night,
1: <laughs> last <laughs> night, we went out and ended up at 11 o'clock singing Elvis in the street. And I have a video of Ryan dancing in the middle of the street while I'm singing Elvis. So unfortunately two peacocks, uh, <laughs> um, constant, constant <laughs> chaos. Um, <laughs> but Yeah. So I think Rachel's a peacock. I think that Zach is a really good guy and he's very sweet and very earnest. And I think Rachel took this date to really explore, but also knew that she really liked Zach, but wanted to like, kind of make sure. And, um, he ends up telling her he's falling in love with her and it's so cute. And she's like, so excited. And I'm like, yeah, make Tino walk the plank.
0: Like it's it's over for Tino. (laughs) Top three. And I might be revealing myself here that I didn't finish the episode um but if i had to make a guess um i would say that my pick for rachel's top three if is tino still there at the end of the episode yeah okay my pick for rachel's top three is tino avon and zach totally agree totally Mm -hmm. yeah that's who i think her top three is Um, also
2: was this the date with the hot tub are we gonna mention the hot tub in the middle of the field
1: did i miss a hot tub Oh wait, yeah, yeah. they were in the hot tub. Oh, Emily, we got to get a shot. Oh, okay, it's <laughs> literally the middle of the day. Okay, Leah's not drinking; tonight.
0: she's underage. Leah's underage. No one panic.
1: Um, oh, oh my crap. god, I have okay, some well, water. Emily, I'll take one after rule. I get off work. I know, but I'm working. <laughs> I'm on my lunch break. I got to go back to work. Um,
0: I hate corporate America.
1: <laughs> I forgot that. I forgot that there was a hot tub. We could. We should have planned this better. Yeah, we this should is ca- go. This is capitalism.
0: We should maybe go maybe live. We'll on yeah. Instagram when the episode posts and we'll take do, a shot. Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll do an Instagram video of us, like, FaceTiming and taking our shot. Um, you're so rightly a good call out. I somehow just didn't think of it. Um, but, yeah. Because anyways, they're so
0: commonplace.
1: They're yeah. so... I have become... The Bachelor has done one thing that's very toxic, and it is... I've become used to hot tubs where they don't belong. Like yeah, I if I were say, out in the like... wild and saw a hot tub, like I live in New York city. If I saw a hot tub on the sidewalk, I would be like, yes. And I would keep walking. And that's the bachelor's fault.
0: Like, I like how you worded that. it. Like that's the only toxic thing that the bachelor. No, I know that was, that was
1: intentional. That was, <laughs> I, that, was, that was intentional with a hint of irony. Um, the most toxic thing about after we just literally spent 30 minutes unpacking how fucking toxic this whole franchise is. I'm like the hot tub thing is just where I draw the line. Do you think Um, us
0: being bachelor fans after everything that's happened is like Morgan Wallen fans who just like pretend he's not problematic. You know what? (laughs) When I see we might have to redirect our focus. When I see Um, all these like liberal women that I know at Morgan Wallen concerts on
1: Instagram. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? They just pretend they do not see it. It's really amazing.
0: Um, Do you want to know what I did? What'd you do? Because I'm a country music fan. This is my confession. I'm a big country music fan. Um, and it, like taking his pr- extremely problematic behavior out of it, Morgan Wallen is extremely talented. Like, if you're a country music person, he's a, he's extremely talented. Yeah. And albums that I really like, I purchase, like, I don't stream them on Spotify. Like, I'll go to the store and buy it, like, as a CD because of that, I'm like really showing that I'm an elder millennial. But like, I just like to have them. Like, I have like all right. the Combs like, albums and stuff like that. I bought Morgan Wallen's album like when it first came out and after his extremely problematic behavior surfaced, I was like, well, I'm not streaming it. Like he's not continuing to make money off of it. And I'm not going to go see him in concert and give him money. The money has already been given to Morgan Wallen before I knew. So I, I, that's my, like, I do still occasionally listen to it. Cross to bear. Because (laughs) it's a, it's a, it's a great fucking album and he's not making any. And you're not giving him any money. No, it's right. like it's like Harry Potter, you know? It's like Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking money.
1: go out and buy Harry Potter books now. Right. But like people do own them. I mean, I J.K. Rowling is dead to me, so I don't I just don't you know, Morgan her. Wallen
0: is dead to me, but that I, being Yeah, said, no. the album fucking
1: slap i mean like <laughs> when asked i say daniel radcliffe wrote the harry potter series and then i move on um, Oh wait i at, thought he I, i've never no, he literally, literally one did one. yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know what the controversy is um what did he do no so anyway <laughs> uh, um uh yeah the hot tub the only problematic thing um that they've ever done so there was a hot tub we will post a video of us taking a shot for the hot tub when we post this episode um and then, yeah, so I like Zach. I think Zach is a, is a top contender for me, especially after Tino's behavior this episode, mm-hmm. which was fucking so annoying. Um, So then we move on to group dates. And yes. Gabby. Yes. Yeah. So we go to Gabby's group date. What do they do for the group date? It was
2: like the weird like they all laid down and she like put. Oh, it was like the weird sex feathers. date. Yeah. And it was so long for no reason. I was like, Oh yeah, it was a
1: really long, I don't know why, but John, I mean, once again, Johnny was the star of the fucking show. Johnny's my (laughs) favorite. Johnny's my favorite guy out of both the groups. I love Johnny team Johnny. I stand Johnny till the day I die. I literally love him. Um, so he killed it on this date and she's like, Oh my God. Like she like clearly really liked him. It was the first date that Logan was on in Gabby's group. So they go, they're getting ready for the cocktail party. And Jesse comes to tell Gabby that Logan has contracted COVID and can no longer.
0: Yeah. on a boat in the middle of the ocean.
1: This is another tinfoil hat moment for me. Um, I'm big in just conspiracies at this point. Yeah. Because he tells her that he got COVID and she's like, oh, and so then they have to cancel the cocktail party. If he had COVID, they would have to like shut down production. Like, yeah. well, not only, only was thing, he with the other guys, I think it was, he was fake. with Gabby, <laughs> he was with all of the product, like producers, runners, Jesse, yeah. like he was with so many people that would be considered close contact. Well,
2: also, not only would he give it to them, but also they would have all contracted it from the
0: same yep. place. Literally, like, where, where did you get them them it from? an outside
2: source, they were all together. Totally. The I'm only like, thing that I can think
0: of is that, um, like when they were in Belgium, walking the streets and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Like he could have contracted yeah. it independently. And the thing about like I'm in no me, by no means a COVID conspiracy theorist. Like I'm all for COVID oh, no, safety. No, no. I'm all for COVID safety. I'm all for COVID protocol. That being said, some things surrounding COVID protocol make no fucking sense. So like like stuff like that. Like it makes total sense to me. Like having worked on. Productions and stuff since COVID that they would be like, Oh, like you tested positive, you immediately isolate, even if he had already been with everybody else. Like sometimes yeah. the the production like protocol, it's just to cover their own ass. Well, like, oh well, we had them quarantine. Like, right. I, I kind of believe it. Um, even though it makes no sense and is stupid. Again, not a COVID conspiracy theorist at all. I'm all mm-hmm. for safety surrounding COVID, but I do think some of the procedural stuff doesn't always make sense.
1: Yeah, totally. I think. It was just, like, weird to me, especially with how this is the first time someone has gotten COVID, other than people that were, like, pre-quarantining and then got COVID and they just were never on the show. Um, So this is the first kind of, like, public time someone's gotten COVID on the show, which is pretty good two years in. Yeah. But, like, it was just a very weird... I don't know. It felt weird to me. And then Jesse goes to the men and is like, there's been a situation.
2: Yeah. He actually, he died. What I saw (laughs) online
1: when I was doing my deep dive conspiratorial research, that part was filmed before he went and talked to Gabby, which I don't know. I kind of think they're lying. I kind of think he didn't have COVID. I don't know. I think he got caught doing something maybe suspicious. They were in Amsterdam. Maybe he was smoking the devil's lettuce. Who's to say? Yeah, my friend um,
2: Annie thinks he was planted. I, I was think, watching with her and, and she was like, and I think that they're lying.
1: Yeah, and his post afterwards was weird. Like he posted and was like, what a journey it's been. And he ends the post talking about his mental health. And I was like, why are you talking about your mental health? You like left because you had COVID, I thought. Like what? Just weird vibes all around the situation. But allegedly he had COVID and maybe he did. And that's how production chose to handle it. But I don't know. I would think with your lead being a close contact... And with him having been the only guy that's been with both groups Mm -hmm. (laughs) this whole time, um, it's possible he could have had it when he was with the other group of guys, like, with how fast the show moves. So I don't know, but it was a weird thing to me. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I believe it. I don't know why they would lie about it, but I don't, I'm like, this is Yeah, I don't know
0: the reason for making it up, but still, like. The only reason I can think of that they would, I kind of tend to fall in the camp of it's not made up, but if it is made up. I think the only reason that they would lie and blame COVID is if it were something really serious that production should have caught Mm -hmm. beforehand. So now they're like, oh, he has COVID. Yeah. also, again, I didn't finish the episode. Um, But, (laughs) like, does he go home? Like, Or does he come back? No, he's done. That's what
2: I'm confused about, because they were like, okay, he's done with his journey. And I'm like, that's not really fair. Like, what if she really liked him? Right, it's like- Not that they should have dates right now. Obviously, he should isolate. but But still-
1: yeah and like have we learned nothing like we're literally living in the age of zoom like I don't know I would literally
0: love a zoom one-on-one no I know (laughs) like it
1: was just so it was so weird the way it was handled and then he like just like leaves like has Mm -hmm. COVID and his journey ends there but like his post about it was cryptic like my other thinking is like maybe they lied about it it was something that he really Mm -hmm. was uncomfortable with air like he was like please just like tell them I yeah like do not do whatever I don't know it was just maybe weird we'll get
2: more but even um, then intel. i thought yeah yeah even then i would uh. think they would just be like he had a situation at home and he had to leave no totally i don't and, know like what you would... you can find out more after production
1: but like, I, yeah i, just, I don't know so what would have led them to lie about it but like and it's probably not a lie and i'm just like right. drama but it's just so Can't bizarre the handling of it was just so weird so <laughs> yeah he's done he leaves um Also, I guess he has to quarantine on the boat with them while he's recovering from COVID. Like, he can't really leave. Oh my yeah I'm God. Just i have no idea
2: why he's completely scratched from the whole yeah, thing so weird
1: so weird to me um i mean it's like you know it's the week before hometowns it's possible he could be out for two weeks like that is a long time bachelor time yeah. it, it'll be proposal time by the time he could be yeah but ready to go out again but
0: like but they're all required to be vaccinated to be on the show and right. the vaccination quarantine window is like what five days or something like that like it's, yeah, it's crazy so way short. shorter like, now. it is short yeah. but like bachelor time versus regular you know five days is a full Mm -hmm. week
1: and by the time and they're probably traveling for hometowns too so yeah he wouldn't be able to travel with them um I don't know anyway weird so he has COVID quote-unquote conspiracy theory and then we go to Rachel's Rachel's group date
0: date.
1: where kind of a big nothing burger for the most part it is a nothing burger except that Ethan finally gets his his moment in the sun dude I love Ethan (sighs) We talked about Ethan last week on the forbidden episode. Um, I love Ethan. I'm a big Ethan girl. We've seen, he's had approximately negative screen time the whole, the (laughs) whole season. And this episode, he gets screen time there. It's basically a cheese date. Ethan in an ITM is like, I'm really locked lactose intolerant, but Rachel loves cheese. So I love cheese. And I'm like, you're literally so cute. If you're a bird, I'm a bird Yeah. If you're a bird, I'm a bird dude. So they have to like lift cheese and stuff. I mean, Rachel's guys at this point are very cute, very sweet. Um, other than like Tina. She
0: just, she just like really pisses me off because, and like, again, she's so me, but she's like, nobody likes me. Like everyone hates me. All the guys are so into Gabby and like literally all of her dudes are obsessed with her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ethan literally was like, I eating cheese will make me poop for days, but for you, I will do it. Like, are you kidding me? Like they all love her so much. They're so obsessed with her.
0: Um, (laughs) she's like, I can't believe everyone likes Gabby more.
1: Yeah, literally she's she's such a relatable queen. So, they go on this group date and then they all go to the cocktail party. They're all talking to her like she has a really good connection with everyone. Obviously, Tino has been a front runner this whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. And hometowns are coming up and
2: also a reminder, Tino has gotten a group date and Tino's had a one-on-one. Like yes. he's,
1: he's he is in a good He's in position. a good place. Like, and he was the fine. first impression, Rose. Like yeah, that first in general yeah. kind of seals it. Like, yeah, like he's doing well. And so he like, they all talk to her. She has really good conversations. Like, especially like with Tyler. And I think Tyler has been a front runner. He's just been a bit of an under the radar front runner. Um, yeah. In, in comparison to like Tino and Zach, who have been very... Um, for very clear that they're, you know, they're doing well. Um, so she ends up giving the group date rose to Tyler, um, which I think is sweet. And I'm like, great. Like Tyler's a cutie pie. Do I think he's like gonna win the show? No, they won't get engaged, but he's cute. And I think that, I think that it, her top four makes per, her last final four make perfect sense. Avon, Tyler, um, um, Tino, Tino and, um, Zach. Zach, thank you. Jesus Christ. Um, and so it makes perfect sense, whatever. Tyler gets the group date, Rose, and Tino throws an actual fucking tantrum. It was insufferable. He, like, insufferable. walks off. Yeah, it he walks like, off. He's, like, after... He, like, he's just... He feels like he's owed things for doing the bare minimum. I'm like, yeah. oh, he was you were nice Greg. to a girl. It reminded me of Greg. Yeah, it did remind me of Greg. Except it was, was obviously Grippo. different situation. It was giving Greg. Like, oh.
2: It was very different situation because, like, it... it in Greg's situation, I guess Katie was like, oh, she should have reacted differently, whatever. But he still acted like a child.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like Greg Rippo was like a child, but I think upon reflecting, and I have not watched that scene since it aired. So like no, me neither. But, but I think upon reflecting on the Greg Katie situation, I was like, they're both just fucking toxic people. Yeah, they're annoying. And, like, yes. I couldn't decide who was more wrong in that yeah, situation. I, agree. I was like, 100%. I was like, they're both just wrong. And, like, they're both just, like, seeking to gain sympathy for being less wrong than the other person. Yeah. But I I I was like, I just hate you both. Like, whatever. So, no, with this, like, Tino's just being
1: an asshole. And Ethan says it best. He goes, Tino's being a real baby back bitch. And this, (laughs) this quote had Bachelor Nation in shambles. All he said, literally, he had maybe three lines the whole episode. He said, Tino's being a real baby back bitch. And everyone wants this man to be the bachelor now, including me. <laughs> that's baby. That's impact. That's power. <laughs> so fucking funny. I'm like Ethan. You're a fucking legend. And like all the other guys. Obviously, it's annoying everyone to not get a rose. But everybody's like, you know, shut the fuck up. Like yeah. it's fine. Like you don't always get the group date rose. Obviously. Like none of us got it either, and we're not like complaining. So he I said a- it
0: before. Oh, sorry. No, go. He was go, being go, a baby go. back bitch. Like that. Yeah. He like, was <laughs> literally being a baby back bitch. Like. Correct. I, I said it, I think before we pressed record, but like the Blake Hortzman of it all <laughs> this podcast. Not to that... bring it back to Blake, but to bring it back to Blake. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back to Blake once again, which it always somehow comes back to Blake Hortzman. Mm-hmm. Um usually when we say it's giving Blake Hortzman, we mean it as a positive thing. Yeah. In this sense, when I say it's giving Blake Hortzman, I mean it as a deeply negative thing. Yeah. But not only does he kind of look like Blake Hortzman, um, like a tanner, frecklier version. Yeah. Um, It's like, Blake would get weirdly jealous about things for no reason, like very similar to this. Like he was clearly one of Becca's front runners and he would still have like a mental breakdown anytime she acknowledged another man. Um, And that's what this is giving. Yeah. So,
1: no, he was just, yeah, he just had like a fucking tantrum and then we go to the rose ceremony. Um, Gabby only ends up giving out three roses. Oh, Actually,
2: before we do the rose ceremony, and then the next morning, Ethan oh, talked to Tino Ethan and was like, Don't be Tino. a baby. And Tino still acted like a baby. Yeah, I was like, He was, what? I
1: mean, and Ethan had a really respectful conversation with him. Like, he was like, Yeah, hey, yeah, and like,
2: and I was like, At least Tino could have been like, Yeah, I'm
1: sorry, right? No, still being a baby back, bitch. so we go to the rose ceremony. And now that Logan's gone, the guy there's only four guys left on team Gabby, right. um, one of them being Spencer, who we've seen. A minute of the whole season. And um the guys are kind of like, oh, is it gonna be just the four of us? Whatever. But like, no, it she only has three roses on the table. So she's gonna do three hometowns. Spencer goes home. Um, she has Johnny. Help me, Leah. Johnny. <laughs> what are their names? We have Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's um, done. Oh, Johnny Eric. Ugh, I hate Eric. Oh, Eric. and yes. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Think. I, I clearly only care
1: about Johnny and then oh, another one.
0: No, I don't jo- know. so Johnny wins Gabby, Johnny <laughs> so
1: definitely, Johnny definitely yeah. getting that final rose, um, at least from me. Uh, and then Rachel ends up sending Ethan home, which nobody's surprised about, but it was sad because he's had such a king edit this episode. That being said, totally, I mean, listen. When when one root fails, another one grows like another one Bachelor. So Ethan for Bachelor, all the fucking way. If we're gonna choose a guy from this season, it would be our first Asian bachelor. I think that that would be dope. Um and I love him and I think he's funny. And I think he we don't know much about him, but I like it with him because I think it gives us the opportunity to learn a lot about him if he were the bachelor. So true. I'm here for it. I'm all for it. And I'm pro Ethan for Bachelor over Ethan for Paradise. So is it yeah. Tyler both. <laughs> Tyler is Tyler the other guy? no,
0: oh, no. Rachel. oh shoot oh, I shoot. Have, like two of the guys <laughs> we did what we normally do at the end first where we talk about all the other stuff so yeah. that's our show that's the um, show baby Leah thanks for being back um and for the listeners it's your first time here so thanks for joining yeah us. yeah thanks for having me <laughs> sorry about last
1: time um Reality, Steve, if you posted anything incriminating about Ethan by the time before <laughs> this airs, I'm going to come kill you. So oh, yeah, as a, as a, we just need a to start
0: putting like a disclaimer at the end of episodes. Like this was recorded on August 18th, yeah, 2022 like, at 4.15 PM.
1: <laughs> we recorded this before we were told we should hate the person we talked about
0: loving the whole time.
1: So um, that's the, that's the show folks. This we'll only reflects you. the views
0: and opinions of us at, on August 18th at 4.17 PM. <laughs>
1: And that is, that will change probably. So anyway, with all that said, love you so much. Thank you for listening. Sorry, we've been MIA. We're back. Um, we're back. Back in, back in chug, chugging along. I'm not going to say better than ever. In, um, in classic <laughs> Kayla and Emily fashion, we're back
0: just in time to take the shit seriously for paradise. So. I mean, isn't that the yeah. way?
1: So we'll be back next week for Hometowns with the guy that we don't remember on. <laughs> <laughs> his team don't know who these fucking people are um and can't wait love it so much follow us on instagram if you don't already at don't insult my podcast and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts only if it's nice if it's bye. not nice leah if the review isn't nice we will
2: delete it it will be thank deleted you. <laughs>
1: thank you so much thank leah. you so much okay bye bye bye, bye.